Hello and welcome to Yak Wax Lips, the podcast. I'm your host Michael, your point-and-click adventurer, and we're here to talk all things adventure games, like your classics from Monkey Island and Broken Sword, through to modern gems like Unavowed and Whispers of the Machine. We're here for news, reviews and interviews with developers and fans alike. So get yourself comfortable and grab a grog right here on Yak Wax Lips, the podcast. Hi guys, Michael here from Yak Wax Lips. Thanks very much for tuning in to this week's podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't caught the last couple of podcasts, please do. Last week's with Dave Gilbert uh, went down really, really well. I had a lot of uh, responses to that over on over on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks very much for all the, all the likes and support. Uh, this week we are talking to Kay from Isconsco Studios, which is an international studio. There are people based all over the world. It is fully remote. And he is the developer of the Trouble Hunter Chronicles, The Secret Creed. It's got a little like secondary title right there. And it's a brand new developer. And it's a brand new game, which is not out yet. It is out in uh, tentatively March 2021. And the reason that I got uh, Kay on to talk is that right now I am in the middle of um, the Steam Autumn Festival. If you don't know what the Steam Autumn Festival is, it's where a lot of demos are played for the first time so there are quite i think there's nearly a thousand demos available on uh, on steam right now it does actually end tomorrow so by the time this podcast is out the majority of them will be down but you know i'm trying to cover a few here anyway uh, now they're not all point of click adventure games in fact there's only about i say about 30 to 40 point of click adventure games or adventure games in general so i've spent the past um past couple of days and i will spend today and tomorrow playing as many as possible and one of these games the very first one i played was trouble hunter chronicles and Kay was very kind to come on and talk to me about what it's like to be an indie developer in times like these uh, being a a first developer it's their first professional game and how he's working remotely how corona has affected everything and basically what it what it's all about and what the game is about um a little spoiler alert here um it's a really good good demo and i do go into it a little bit there's no spoilers about what you know what to do in the demo but uh yeah we talk we talk a lot it's about 25 minutes interview uh, before we do delve into that it would be super awesome if you could if you're watching this on uh, youtube go down there and hit the subscribe button because it generally really helps um, and also the big like because the more likes i get the more it shares and if you are listening to this on itunes please what really helps me is apparently reviews so five stars appreciated but whatever stars you wish to give me would be uh, very much appreciated so before i delve into the interview just a little bit of the other games that i have been playing on at the steam game festival now i won't cover all of them because so far i've played i think i've played about a dozen maybe 15 or so and i will be doing a big re big review video um at the end of next week which will cover everything that i've played the good the bad and the ugly and uh yeah i i i tried to pull no punches you know it, you've got to support developers but there's one or two in there which are you know you'll you'll see <laughs> so but what i will mention on here are the four um minus troubled hundred chronicles because we'll go into that in a minute but the four demos which i have really loved and um so the first one is chinatown detective agency now i did play this in the steam summer festival when they had it out and um, they've updated the demo they've extended the demo a bit more polished and added a bit more voices and it's just fantastic it's so so immersive um I'll, again review in that steam video that i'll do soon 
So that's my first tip. Uh, my second tip is, um, which came out of the blue for me, I'd only seen the, the cover of it, I hadn't seen any screenshots, no trailer or anything, and that is Nine Witches. Um, I think it does have a subtitle, but I haven't written that down. Um, and it, it is really, really good fun. Tiny, tiny little low-res um, pixel guy that you go around and you you basically play two characters. You play a crazy guy in a wheelchair, crazy scientific scientist guy in a wheelchair, and his um, helper guy, some Japanese bloke. I can't remember his name. I, I haven't read the details down now, but it's really good fun. Um, very, very humorous. Uh, my third tip is Incantamentum. Now, Incantamentum was, I did feature on my very first trailer talk video, months back now, and the uh, the atmosphere of this demo, it's only a short demo, but it was perfect. Just exactly what I was hoping for, and every single box for me has been ticked, and it's, I'm so excited for this. That's from Cloak and Dagger Games. And the final video, uh, sorry, the final game um, for my tip that I've played so far is Honoria Crimes. And again, I think I covered this in a trailer talk previously. And it's basically you are trying to solve a crime in dreams. And that's all I'm going to say on it because it is mental, it's, but it's really, really good. All of these will get reviews uh, in one big video very, very soon. So make sure that you um, hit subscribe if you are on YouTube right now. And if not, make a note, make a note on your phone right now. Make a note on the back of your hand. Go to Yak Wax Lips YouTube and subscribe because it's, um, it's excellent. <laughs> uh, right, at the end of the interview, I will be giving you a little rundown on what I've recently played. So make sure you stick around to the end. But I think it's about time that um, we've talked about what I've played at the Steam Game Festival. So let's, let's go and talk to Kay about Trouble Hunter Studios. So get tight and uh, enjoy this interview. Hello, Michael here from Yak Wax Lips, the podcast. Thank you very much for joining me here. Uh, now, today marks the start of the Steam Autumn Festival, where dozens and dozens, probably hundreds, of game demos are released for the first time. So you get your chance to, to play um, some brand new games that are coming out. And one such game is Trouble Hunter Chronicles The Stolen Creed from Insconsco Studio. And I'm delighted to be welcomed by, um, by Kay from Insconsco Studio. So how are you doing, mate? Uh, hi, Michael. Great to be here. I'm doing fine and well done on pronouncing Iskonska Studio. So great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying it all day. I'm just like the amount of syllables and, and words and yeah, it's um, it's confusing. But uh, yeah, Iskonska Studios. It's, there you go. Um, I mean, it's a studio that I hadn't come across before. Uh, is it is it a new one? Is this your first game? Uh, it's our first public game. Yeah, yeah. I've been dabbling in code for most of my life as a hobby, but. This is the first game that's coming out, and Iskonska Studio is a limited UK company, actually. Oh, wow. Wow. So you're going full-on professional, proper proper go for it. Excellent. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so Trouble Hunter Chronicles. Um, I, I did play the demo yesterday, and for those listening, it was, um, it's, it was definitely worth it. It was, it was really good. I got stuck at one point, so I delved into your Discord and said, what do I do with this pen? How do I how do, I do it? And, and the answer that, that you gave was, um, you know, just what would you do in normal life? What would, and so I went back on and straight away, it's, 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 it was really clever. Um, yeah, so the, the puzzle design was, was really good. I mean, if I'd have known that from the start, it would have taken maybe 15 or so minutes, but I was, it was like 45 minutes I was there going around. But the thing is, I never got bored of it because it's, even though... 
the demo is two screens you know you've got the main bedroom yeah. and you've got the bathroom it's um it's really beautiful the art style and the music you know I, there was never a point when i was like come on just finish <laughs> um i was quite Thank happy you. i was quite happy to spend my time there um so yeah let's um let's delve into trouble hunter chronicles and tell us about the story where it came from and and how it's going well first of all we decided for an adventure game because basically uh, that's the easiest uh, game that's this to make for me at least <laughs> because basically you just need the story and you need to think of the gameplay how to make the user interface great how to draw in players but there's no 3d jumping around big explosions great hardware requirements yeah. so it's not that complicated to make although it does require a lot of mind power so to speak yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we came upon the story like well I thought the detective story would be good. It would be something to join the players. It gives a lot of possibilities. Uh, once I found a writer to work with, he suggested something mysterious set the area after World War II. Yeah. And we basically just brainstormed a bit, so came up with the idea and the story, as I believe is the best way for it to happen, always developed by itself, you know, yeah. naturally. Yeah. So I, I'm still uh, quite stumped by you liking the demo so much. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the few guys who tested it out, we didn't want to, to have alpha testers for it. And I think it was a big secret. So we just tested it within the team and everybody got stuck. Everybody got annoyed at how they got stuck. And I said, that's the beauty of adventure games. Getting yeah. stuck. <laughs> that is yeah it's, it's there's, no, there's no point in in things being easy because you know you just click here use that and then it goes along it's that that's how it gets boring um i really had to think and the good thing that i really liked about the demo is that there is a lot of things to, to click on like you can click on the light bulb but then you can also click on like the light shade around the light bulb and so i was thinking you know surely all these things you can click on you've got to be using for this but in reality, just use your head. It's like it's quite simple. Like the yeah. the um, that how it's how all, to sort of it's all normal. There, there's nothing uh, like I gotta touch this cupboard for that window to fly open, and then this <laughs> uh, light will go purple. No, there's yeah. nothing like that. But yeah. the game is a game. That's what I like to point out always. Uh, it's not like most games that unfortunately are labeled as adventures these days, which are actually just visual novels or. Uh, god forbid find the object games <laughs> you really have to think through this and you have to play it it's not yeah. just a click and i'm done yeah uh, and for the story sorry for getting a bit of track yeah <laughs> so uh the story for those who really want to know a bit more about it is you're an ex oss operative for those who don't know the oss was pre-cia in the usa uh, and after World War II, it was disbanded and turned into CIA. So the main character is an ex-operative who remained in Europe and is now coping with a lot of, you know, stress, getting uh, acquainted with civilian life, dealing with all the horrible sights he saw in the war. Some of these is influenced by our own development team stories from the war and so there's a lot of history and accuracy in the game yeah at least we strive for it i hope the french don't get offended for being <laughs> <shown> as crazy 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, in the uh, in the description of the game, we just say that you do face some crazy Frenchmen in there. <laughs> oh yes, uh, that's uh, my description for the French always because their comedies are quite extravagant. Yeah, and we did want to have a bit of a lighter theme to offset the dark side of war. And uh, yes, I even talked to uh, one French actor who told me, yeah, no problem, the French are crazy. That's a great description. <laughs> Excellent. Um, uh, now, the story is, um, is prefixed by um, basically showing the end of the war and what happened in um, 1945 and all that, which, I, to be honest, I didn't know. I, I went into it blind thinking, you know, I, I watched the trailer. Um, but for it to start, quite... Um, quite heavily quite you know it shows i mean it's all painted it's fantastic art so it's not photos but the way that the the way that it's portrayed is um it's really quite heavy i mean does that when the game comes out is that something that's going to follow through the game because i mean it was it was quite funny in parts as well especially that idiot of a bellboy um <laughs> <laughs> but i mean is that how it's going to going to continue um in parts in parts we wanted to like i said we wanted to show how hard the war was and uh, how it reflected on the lives after the war but also it's an adventure game so and especially old school style adventures always have had some comedy to it so we did offset it by quite a bit of comedy so it's it jumps back and forth there will be some scenes where you will uh, meet someone uh, a patient or and you can talk to him you can get some of the stories you can relate to them all or well if you can't relate you can at least commiserate with his stories but on the other side you'll meet some uh, guys goofing off and they're just trying to not do their job and Uh you're like in every good adventure game you're waiting for them to finish the job so you can do your own task and yeah (laughs) so full of jokes so basically we go back and forth we didn't want it full-on serious but we did want to bring it into the uh, game yeah yeah um now you the way that it is you it's a it's a first person um view so you don't actually get to see sort your, of sort your of character yeah. i mean was that a, was that a conscious decision rather than having like a guy walking around and pick it up and clicking and stuff yes yes it was uh, some people say that uh, it would have been better with a character in there but uh we tried to, like I said, take the uh, old school adventure games and modernize them. And one of the worst things in the old school adventure games was the guy walking around on screen. Right. Don't get me wrong, it's great to see him there, but it turns into a walking simulator. Uh, it, the guy keeps walking on the screen these games. And even in some modern adventure games, uh, for example, is it okay if I mention some modern yeah, games? Like, for example, Timble, uh, Timblewood Park, right? Yeah. Timblewood, Timblewood Park, yes, from Ron Gilbert, who is amazing, by the way, and I loved Monkey Island, grew up in it, so all praise to him. But you have to walk through all those screens unnecessarily. The game would be 50% shorter if you didn't have to walk <laughs> around. Yeah. It would be. And uh, uh, then you go to open a closet or something, and the character stands in front of the closet while it's open. So you have to move him to the side now to see what's in the closet. Yeah. So we wanted to, you know, remove the bad stuff from the adventure games. Right. This way, it, it's faster, but you still have the immersion, especially in dialogues. The dialogue in the demo is to show you how dialogues will go. 
So yeah. you will have a full close-up of the faces of the participants in the dialogue, which are amazing. If I say so myself, <laughs> our character artist really does a great job. The bellboy is just scratch yeah. uh, how great some characters are shown. Yeah. And another thing we wanted to throw out is pixel hunting. Don't know if you noticed in the demo, but each and every item has a hover effect on it. Yeah. I think there was, was it like you pressed shift or tab or something and it all highlighted yes, as well. So. There's also, yeah. that's a helpful thing. Yeah. Press the left control on your keyboard and everything lights up. But yeah. if people start depending on it too much, they'll <laughs> lose the fun of exploring. Yeah. But yeah. As you go with, a, with your pointer over everything, it glows and it, it helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought as well, like going back to the fact that, I mean, I love adventure games where you can click on loads and loads and loads of things. So constantly moving around the screen and then seeing that light up and this light up and the, you know, it's it was, um I enjoyed it. It was really good. Um, now you, you, touched, you touched on the art style there. Um, now, is it yourself that does the art or is it, is it member? No, you no, I couldn't draw a banana. <laughs> 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 it would end up like an artwork or something. Yeah. No, no. Uh, we are a very small team. Uh, we're all over the world because we found ourselves on the internet. Yes. So that's amazing in today's world. Uh, when I wanted to start creating games when I was a kid, there was no internet. So that yeah. held me back quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but no, we've got two artists. And uh, one of them is a character art. The other is a background artist. And... They're both amazing. I yeah. mean, seriously, it took me a long time to find them because basically the game's not making any money now and it will only make money if enough people like it and buy it. Yeah. List, hint, buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, so everyone is working for free and the level of dedication that's needed for this game to come out and the quality of work, I'm amazed at how great team we put together. Yeah. That's excellent. I mean, how do you, like you say, you found these guys on the internet. The internet's a big place. <laughs> how, how did you like collate this team together of these fantastic artists and the musician and yourself and, and everything? I mean, was it just like, was it a, an adventure game forum or, or I mean, how, how do you get around to doing that? Several places, several places. Um, first thing you do is uh, you put posts around like on a Reddit or different Discord servers and such, like I'm making a game, is there anyone interested? And there's two ways this can go. You can either get absolutely no replies, yeah. which kind of is a bummer, but okay. Or you can get a bunch of replies and yeah, yeah, I want to work with it. Everyone wants to do it. Yeah. So you think, great, cool. But no, first of all, half of them don't want to work on it. Yeah. The other half don't know what they're doing. And then th <laughs> those that you do take to, to start work on it, I mean, we had some artists previously uh, when the game was trying to start out, they worked for about a month and then they just fizzled out, you know, yeah. they lose interest, stop. So um, we've had one artist for quite some time with us, a character artist for quite some time. And he just, I don't know why, but he lost interest, let's say. And now we've got this amazing girl and I believe she'll stick with us to the end. There's not much more to yeah. do so she will and uh, you can see how we're updating the character arts if you're in our discord perhaps you've seen some old screenshots yeah with the characters looking uh, a bit more uh, squarish <laughs> <laughs> or so 
it, it was a bit of a different character style. Yeah. But this one is more realistic and I think with hit the gold with this girl. Yeah. Now, in terms of the development, what engine are you using to make this? Uh, the game engine is yeah. a little known thing called RenPy. Oh, right. Okay. I've not heard yeah, of that I see one. Your, yeah, I see our face. So, like I said, a little known thing. Because I, I, um, I did a little search beforehand because I was like, it doesn't really look like Unity. And I know, like, there's a, there's a link. Yeah. In the in the menu, which is a passport, which is uh, a, write, a writer's idea to have the menu look as a passport. Yeah. Um, there's a, an about section and there's a link made in RenPy. Okay. So you, you could have checked it out. But yeah, uh, oh, bloody hell, I'm going to throw this somewhere. <laughs> Don't worry about so, it. Anyway, um, it's a game engine uh, made to work on Python. So the code is in Python mostly. Yes. And the game engine is meant primarily for visual novels, but I've modded it somewhat to enable a point-and-click yeah. game. Yeah. So it's simpler. It's easier on the resources than Unity. I mean, there's no need for such large-scale hardware hawks for a game like this. Remember yeah. the, the old adventure games? I mean, Monkey Island 1 came on four floppy drives on an Amiga. Yeah. So, Imagine that, just four floppy drives. I know, yeah, crazy. I think Monkey Monkey 2 was like 11 or 13 as yeah, well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly changing. Cool. But, uh, so in terms of the development as well, um, and the story, like, is the story written all the way? Do you know what's going on? Like, is it, yes, is it all finished? Or the story is completely finished, like and so. the main code is also completely finished. Yeah. So what's, we're, what's we're, left? Because like, the, the demo is out now. Um, obviously, the demo is always kind of work in progress, but... It seemed pretty, pretty awesome to me. Um, so, in terms of the rest of the development, how much have you got to do until until you see that release date? Uh, well, our release date is uh, early spring. We're aiming for March. Yeah. And uh, I believe we'll we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, we don't have much code-wise. Like I said, the story is written and code well. I've been unemployed for some time, so I've had quite a lot of time on my hands. So yeah. I've written all the code. Uh, basically, what we need is the art to be finished. This takes some time, but as you've seen, yeah, it's high quality art. So yeah, it does take some time. Yeah, and uh, sound, of course, our musician is recording them all. And uh, well, then just as it gets finished each day, I put all of that into the game that requires just a bit of coding changing from my placeholder art to the real thing. Yeah. There's a video for those who want to see how the <laughs> gameplay looks in placeholder art. It got yeah. most, the most likes ever. That's <laughs> I yeah. have no idea. Well, I've, I've seen a bit of stuff that you've put on YouTube um, earlier on. And yeah, it, um, it is fascinating. Making a game is, is a lot of hard work. I was going to ask... Obviously, um, we are in in the time of um, lockdown, and there's you know the virus going on. I mean, has that has that affected you guys making this game at all? Because you are so all over the place anyway. Has has it affected you like timings or anything like that, or is it just um, not at all? No, no, it had no effect on the game except for me having more time, like <laughs> like I <laughs> yeah. mentioned. But yeah, otherwise, no, COVID has no effect on the game because game developers are you know pale thin guys <laughs> sitting at home yeah it's, it's so just another got... day for you isn't it just kind of like, that's oh, right just... that's right yeah okay um 
so so you're, you're aiming for for march 2021 um for those listening i would highly recommend going to play the the demo and also um is the demo just available for the festival is it going to be down on the 13th um we're still thinking about that yeah. but as the demo is sort of uh prequel although it's not obligatory in any way the game will make complete sense without it yeah um we might just leave it up there all the all the time yeah it's because a, it, it won't uh, spoil anything in the real game yeah yeah it's a really good demo like i said i mean i played i spent all day playing loads of games and it's still one that's like that stuck out to me um keep coming back to that intro of of yeah the, all the black and white images and yeah it just really made me think um I always ask developers when they come on, because you spend all this time creating your own game, like, do you have time to dip into other games? Like, what games have you played recently that um, that you've enjoyed? Um, alas, not so much. <laughs> not, so, not, not so much, uh, both because of the... Uh, oh, there we go again, the unemployment thing. But, you know, the, the, the check, when you don't get it, you can't uh, buy new games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also the time, but because I've spent a lot of time coding and uh, riffling through everything we've done, going back and forth, spell checking. I mean, we found so many bugs in the demo. We've released it, uh, not, not live, but we've put it up there on, on Steam. And then one member of the team says, oh, there's this bug. And then you, you catch it and, oh, there's this one. There's yeah. lots of going back and forth through the code. Uh, so we have to catch everything. Yeah. But um lately i've actually been playing some older games um more for the um inspiration so to speak would you believe that i've just recently played again <laughs> i've played this game when it came out in 91 i believe uh cruise for a corpse oh but, yeah the classic uh, yeah uh, yes. software i think is Delphine software that's yeah. right that's right oh. it's 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 a great game but it's so horrible at the same time it's really tricky because you have all those timed elements and um I'm, in my copy of the amiga it actually had a bug so i got to a certain point and you just couldn't progress and, and i know that now thanks to the internet but back in 91 or whatever it was yeah. the amount of times i play it again i'm sure i'm doing something wrong and um yeah it turns out it was a bug in the game but um yeah i can i yeah it's um it's a it's a great game that um I don't think, yeah. I mean, where do you get it from these days? Because I don't, is it on GOG or Steam or anything? Uh, abandonware. Yeah, yeah. So you old. just Google abandonware and that's, uh, I've also played uh, Beneath a Steel Sky again yeah. to, to remind myself because I'm hoping to try Beyond a Steel yeah. Sky one yeah. of these days. <laughs> well, I'm actually halfway through a Let's Play of Beyond a Steel Sky as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really good. It is very good. Um, it, is, it is different though. Um, it's different, yeah. Not just it? like pixel-wise and the, the way it looks, but the the player-wise, it's um, yeah, it's fun, it's good. But uh, yeah, I'll hold my I'll hold my um, my full review for when I'm finished it. I'm about halfway through, but but uh, yeah. Um, now the Trouble Hunter Chronicles, it's called the Stolen Creed, like afterwards in brackets more or yeah, less. Yeah. Um, is is there any plans to like do any further stories in the tr uh, Trouble Hunter Chronicles? Because I mean, Chronicles suggests more doesn't it yes yes there, there's the idea we, we did um we did uh, talk about the game being an action adventure series not an action adventure in the in the sense of gameplay but an action adventure in the sense of the story yeah and um 
Yes, Trouble Hunter Chronicles, and then the subtitle is Dolan Creed. I'm not going to go into details because I don't want to spoil no. the story. Uh, near the end of the game, you will find out what the Creed refers to. And uh, yes, the game will also have a sort of cliffhanger leading into the future oh, games, right. which I'm hoping, again, that uh, the public will recognize and enable us to keep on yeah. working on these games it's, well, it's always been my dream to to actually you know break into game development and do that for a living so yeah again now is a good time for all of you to you know yeah show i think that... how much so yeah the to... so yeah the trouble hunter chronicles is looking like it's coming out uh may 2020 uh, sorry march 2021 march. um for people who want to catch up to date with you um, on a daily basis, like obviously I've jumped into the Discord yesterday when I was stuck. I'm sticking around in the Discord because it's fun to talk to people. Where else can uh, can people um, talk to you and, and find out more about the game? Well, Discord is definitely the best place because we post all the screenshots there and often we ask for opinions and our alpha testers because we also had a small alpha test or all our, our alpha testers came from there. So that's the place to be if you're really interested in the game. But we've also got our Twitter. Yeah. Um, Iskonsko Studio, I believe, is the handle. Yeah. And there's the Instagram where, where you can just follow along with the images if you're just interested in the graphical aspect. And we sometimes post on Reddit as well. But yeah. that's, there's not a subreddit or anything. It's just postings. Post so follow our Twitter or join the Discord. That's the best way. Excellent. And of course, wishlist the game. <laughs> I was gonna, uh, I was gonna finalize it by saying absolutely, because if there's anything that you need, that people should do to help any games and game developers, it is wishlist it on Steam because it pushes it up their algorithm to show it into more people's eyes. And um, whether you keep it, keep the demo on or not, I highly suggest that you go and wishlist it, everybody listening. And uh, if the demo is there, download it. Like I said, it probably would have taken me about 15, 20 minutes. Um, it took me a lot longer. Um, but yeah, go into it um, with, uh, yeah, just just go into it and, and have a great time. And I'm really looking forward to this game. It is it's shot up near the top of my wishlist and I have a lot of games on there, like hundreds and hundreds. But yeah, it's, Thanks, it's near Michael. the top. So, um, so is there anything else that you want to bring to the table before we, um, before we draw to a close at all, Kay? No, there's not much. I mean, uh, we've covered all the bases. We've talked about the game. Uh, I'm not one for talking much about myself, so I'm not going <laughs> to tell you about what you had Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks very much for your time. And um, I'll hope to get you back on the podcast um, in March when it's out. And um, I'll put links to everything in the description. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, um, they're down there in the description there. If it is on um, iTunes or Google or anything like that, um, they'll be in the, the little show notes down there. Um, so, yeah, thanks very much um, for your time, Kay. Michael, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to my interview with Kay from Iskonsko Studios. Uh, really, really nice chap. And, uh, yeah, I wish him all the best. And hopefully he will be back on the podcast come March time. And like I said many, many times throughout that interview, I really enjoyed the demo. And like he says, he doesn't know whether he's going to keep it up. If it is up, I would suggest you go and play it. Um, just go in with a logical mind rather than a point and click mind like I did. Uh, and like I said at the start, um, just a quick note on the games that I've been playing and little reviews. Since last time, because 
life takes over a lot and there is a lot of demos I'm playing. I haven't started a full game properly yet. I'm still halfway through my Beyond Steel Sky play, Let's Play, which you can catch up on YouTube. Um, but I have finished Welcome to Elk. You may remember on the last podcast I mentioned that I was about halfway through. And I was about halfway through, um, looking in hindsight. It was dark. I'm going to say it's dark, but it is emotional. And one thing, um, I've been thinking about this for quite a while, and that's that's one of the things I have actually been thinking back on all these characters. It's been over a week now, I think, since I finished it, and I'm still remembering the characters. They are very unique characters. And uh, I will have a full-on re YouTube review uh, about uh, Welcome to Elk. I'm almost finished recording it, so it should be out in a couple of days or so. Um, but it was good. It was good. It's very difficult to say because it's not my usual fare. It's it's a lot darker than I expected. So you play a guy, a, sorry, a, a lady called Frigg who turns up in a small island called Elk. And a small island has a very small island community. But each one of these people are real people. They have their own personalities. It's not just a mishmash um, of, you know, made up nonsense. It's it's um, it's very hard to describe. And one thing that is excellent about it is that all the stories involved are true stories. They are stories from other people and they've put them all together in this one game to create an emotional roller coaster. And I'm going to leave it there because otherwise I'll spoil my own video. That's it for my podcast this week. I have an excellent guest in the next next uh, podcast but I'm not going to say who I'm going to let uh, I'm going to have it as a surprise so thanks very much for listening slash watching please leave me a like subscribe review all that good stuff and also I've started a mail list so if you really like what I do um, I'll be pinging you um, sign up to the mail list um, I'll leave links in the show notes and descriptions and until then yeah have a wonderful morning evening afternoon whatever it is you're doing Take care.